0: here we go
1: here we go here we go here we go this is it this is top flight june machine i am andy hotbody dawson bow pow. bow and i'm
0: sam nifty Delady lady so what
1: well, along it's another tune machine it's another brand new chart that's been selected for us by the random pop blob which um is uh, looking forward to the post boris johnson era I just asked it earlier on, and it really? sort, of, sort of, it sort of smiled
0: beatifically. <laughs> I thought it was um, apolitical.
1: Well, I thought so as well, but maybe it's, maybe it's just, um, maybe it just likes change. I don't
0: we've all, like, everyone's got an opinion. Even the pop blobs got an opinion, and I suppose Even that that's its right. It. Even pop blobs should have rights. I mean, of course they should. You know, do you think prisoners should be allowed the right to vote? And similarly, yeah. if so, do you also think pop blobs should have the right to vote?
1: Yeah. Well, no, they shouldn't have the right to vote. No. Why not? Well, they're not prisoners.
0: It affects they're them.
1: Also, they're not above prisoners. They're they're borderline sentient.
0: All right. What about cats? No. Okay. All right, we'll do a separate pod on this, so I'm not going to keep asking you different things <laughs> that you should be allowed to vote, but I if am interested. Music, yeah.
1: But the blob has chosen a, a chart for us, and I, we'll ask it now. A random blob... Blob, do, do your, your job.
0: job tell us...
1: Tell us how to use our Sh- gob. Mm, that'll do. Oh, the other way around, something like that, call what chart is it what are we getting <gasps>
0: See the blob. Yeah. If it, if you need to discipline it or punish it, which I'm assuming yeah. you do from time to time, do you have a stick or, or what?
1: Yeah, there's a stick. It's like a, it's a drumstick. Yeah. Sort of thing, and I just poke it through. I poke the blob through the mesh.
0: Oh, you pretty um, poke it.
1: Yeah, I don't hit it. I right. a poke, and it sort of, it sort of jumps back into the corner, <laughs> In cows. away from the reach of the stick. Yeah, yeah.
0: back into its yeah. straw.
1: <laughs> yeah. It doesn't say anything. All it can say is the date of the chart. Yeah. It doesn't kind
0: of, like, say... It just whimpers in the corner with its yeah. straw. Yeah, it doesn't, like,
1: say... <laughs>
0: so, uh, yeah,
1: that's, that's what happens. So, yeah, it's 1999. Um...
0: Not an I era know, that what, I, not what? an era generally that I have any kind of particular, like, feelings towards, mate. It's one of those... No, I've got nothing. You know, like, isn't it a Seinfeld thing where they say, oh, Tuesday doesn't have a feel?
1: I think it might be, yeah. Yeah, and you know, it like, Saturday no, no. has
0: a feel, Sunday has a feel, Tuesday doesn't have a feel. It's the same, mm. innit, it? Like, if you look at the 90s, you go, oh, has got a feel, mm. 96's mm. got a feel, 97's got a feel. Yeah 98 just about got a feel. 99 it's not got a feel is it
1: No 99 I mean I was 27 it was pre-parenting so I was still I was still
0: a, You were just living the bachelor party lifestyle the,
1: I was I was single at the time mm. yeah um but at the same time I was a struggling freelance writer and I was probably still living with my parents so mm. you know swings and roundabouts um 1999, the biggest memory I've got of that year is basically Sunderland tearing up the championship. Um, This was the season where we won 105 points. We won the league with 105 points.
0: And it felt
1: as though every Saturday Now I've talked about this with my brother and others I used to go to the match with. It felt as though every Saturday the sun shone. Sunderland won by at least two clear goals. Yeah. Then we'd go out in town, and there'd always be a Ricky Hatton fight on Sky Sports on the Saturday <laughs> night. Oh
0: well, maybe 1999 does have a feel for you then.
1: So it does, I guess. Now I've thought about that. Yeah, that that was 1999.
0: Yeah, that, that sounds that sounds pretty good. That sounds like good feelings.
1: And there, was, there was a bar we used to go in. We used to go out on the Saturday night after the match and there was a bar we went in called Brogan's in Sunderland and it was kind of at the bottom of a hill. You come past the Empire Theatre and then past the old pub called the Dun Cow and then past the old fire station then there's a a kind of a slope down towards where Brogan's was. We'd get in there early before it got busy because there was always a route around Sunderland. People would always start kind of at about the same time in the same pubs and they'd all go round... In a a route to do the same pubs at the same time kind of thing, which yeah. Is kind of weird. With hindsight, I don't know if that happens now. But Brogan's, you could stand in the window of Brogan's and you would kind of find yourself watching all of the beautiful young women walking okay. down the hill towards Brogan's because yeah. we were in there before everybody else got there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And all you could do was just ad- admire their beauty. I guess it was a
0: leering spot.
1: It was a leering spot. We used to say that we were driving the Fanny Bus.
0: (laughs) And we were stood there. But it was a different time. Lovely memories.
1: It was the the time of lad mags and all that sort of thing. It was moving ironic.
0: I think I actually worked on a lad mag called Fanny Bus. Fanny Fanny, Bus. Fanny Bus Monthly. It was great, great times. (laughs) Circulation, 600,000 a month.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's 1999. Shall we go through the chart? Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Here we go with the top 40 from 26th of September 1999. In the new entry at number 40, it's K... I can't even read this. K-CI plus Jojo. And
0: tell me it's real. It doesn't feel real. It feels like some kind of weird code. Plumberton. From 22 to 39, it's Jamir Okwai with Supersonic. <laughs> What's gone wrong with spelling and grammar in this year? This is I, hem- I, horrific. I, I think he's Irish. Okwai, is that an Irish surname? Uh, I don't know. Might
1: be. Probably pronounced something completely differently. Um, more Confusion at number 38. It's a new entry by Blink number 182. And there, or he, or whatever it is, is saying, What's my age again? Well, maybe your age is 182. That's why you can't remember.
0: Uh, You in at 37, waiting for the sun by an outfit or individual called Rough Drivers. Uh, There was a great little brand of Johnny condoms called Rough Riders uh, that were, um, what would you call them? Dimpled for the ladies' pleasure that I used to favour in the 70s. Perhaps that's what they've named themselves after. I don't know. Uh, I remember them
1: well they, uh,
0: <laughs> Served us well back uh, then so, so does my lady friend of the era Gloria Who uh, was a typist Who worked in the BBC for a while Certainly Until, I, no until, until she broke up with me I had her fired And I believe she is now dead
1: <laughs> Certainly dead to you anyway <laughs> uh, In at number 36 Modern nonsense uh, Some character <laughs> calling himself Balearic Bill And a a, a song called, call it a song, I don't know what it is. It's called
0: Destination Sunshine. Some noise generated by a bloody computer. (laughs) Down from 28 to 35, there she goes, by Sixpence, none the richer. exactly how I felt after my latest contract negotiations with the head (laughs) of Radio 2.
1: (laughs) Down five places to number 34, Bran Van 3000. And they or it are drinking in LA. I wish I was.
0: Fucking hell. This chart is like it's been made up by Chris Morris. Uh, at 33, <laughs> down 13 places for Missy Elliott, featuring MC Solar, which is French for Mr. Sun, with All <laughs> <in> My Grill. <laughs> Great to see Missy teaming up with
1: one of the Mr. Men there.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I tell you what it was all in my grill last night. Eight, count them, Finder's Fish Fingers. And they were ruddy delicious, mate. I just had them on a piece of bread. <laughs> no chips. Since the wife left, I like to eat simple. Try to watch me wait. Good lad. Down
1: at seven places at number 32, it's the blind opera singer Andrea Bocelli and Canto della Terra.
0: Lovely to see more blind people entering the charts. Uh, Sorry, no pun intended there. I say lovely to see. Obviously, he can see fuck off. He can see a thing. But boy, can he sing. Some of them can
1: see, though. That's the thing. They don't let off. Some
0: of them do lie. Uh, there is footage that I have seen of Stevie Wonder driving an automobile around the grounds of his compound in the United States. Anyway, um, 30, I'm pitching a documentary about it, actually, to the Discovery <laughs> Channel. 31 <laughs> It's <laughs> called When the Blind See. <laughs> pop liars. It's the called pop- Blind Liars. <laughs> it's, called, it's called Hunting the Blind Liars. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think it's shaming the blind eyes
0: of the world. Thirty-one <laughs> down from seventeen. Africa shocks by Leftfield slash Bambatar.
1: <laughs> God knows. Uh, standing still at number thirty. Fa- finally, a bit of stability. Uh, it's good old Ronan Keating with "When You Say Nothing at All."
0: Now, there's a guy who I would trust to organise a cracking summer barbecue or indeed lead a government department. Down three places at 29, uh, it's Summer Girls by Light Funky Ones. I wouldn't trust them as far as I can ruddy well throw them.
1: Once again, the spelling there is horrific. Um, down four places at number 28, I think this has been the greatest song of this year, maybe the whole 90s. <laughs> it's Ricky Martin with "Living La Vida Loca.
0: Which is Spanish, of course, for let's have a knees up. At 27, <laughs> down from 19, it's super grass with moving. Now, there's one thing that I'm a fan of, it's grasses. It's uh, very much at the heart of the British judicial and crime and punishment system. Where uh, yep. would we be without grasses? And if you're a super grass, that means you're doing extra special grassing. That and means- I applaud the nation's super grasses.
1: That means you're at the absolute top of your game, which is what everybody wants to be.
0: I come, from, I grass myself. I come from a long line of grasses. My whole family have grassed for generations, <laughs> and I hope I'll be raising my children if I'm given access to them, which my lawyers are working on. I hope to raise them to be little grasses too.
1: You've been grassing on your ex-wife, haven't you, in order to try and get access?
0: Yeah, there was a few discrepancies in uh, one of her VAT returns that I identified last oh. year.
1: Uh, Down five places at 26, it's Moloch or and sing it back.
0: At 25, down two places, Westlife with If I Let You Go, cracking bunch of lads.
1: Nice bit of controlling behaviour there, by the sounds of it from there. That's what you needed more relationships these days, I think.
0: Because so much control has been um, uh, lost from family structures is why I believe this society is collapsing around our fucking ears.
1: Absolutely. Three years into the new Labour project, and it's obvious that everything's going horribly wrong.
0: (laughs) What have we got? A fucking millennium dome and women going out whenever they want to all bar one for wine with the girls. Give me a break. (laughs) Fucking socialism. (laughs) Why will we never learn our lesson? (laughs)
1: Straight out of number 24, Idlewild with Little Discourage. I think that's one of those um, weird songs that'll be number 902 next week because all their fans go out and buy it in the first week. Therefore, I am banning it.
0: Idlewild, I ban thee. Lovely to see. Uh, 23 down from 16. It's uh, one of the former Spice Girls, um, a group of ladies who always made me feel deeply uncomfortable in my own skin. Her name is Jerry Halliwell, and the song is called Mi Chico Latino, which means bit of Spanish stuff.
1: I've got to say, I'm rather fond of Jerry Halliwell these days. I didn't like her when she was in The Spice Girls, but now she started wearing a lot less makeup and she dresses in rags. Fair and yet. I find that to be more appropriate.
0: <laughs> all part of the uh, yoga scene, apparently, which is a form of gymnastics from India.
1: <laughs> if it keeps them fit and lithe, I'm all in favour of it. Uh speaking of downy young women it's Martin <laughs> McCutcheon who's down four places at number 22 with I've Got You I wish you did Miss McCutcheon I wish I, you did
0: I, I, I've been, uh, and if you're listening Miss McCutcheon I've sent several uh, notes to you via your showbiz uh, agent I don't know if he's passing them on or not uh, I can only assume he isn't because your silence so far is fucking deafening at 21 down from 18 it's TLC with "Unpretty."
1: Oh uh, down seven places at number twenty Sting with brand new day. Uh that only reached number thirteen. There must be some kind of uh data problem there because that that number one written all over it as far as I was concerned. To me, that's well a, I know anymore.
0: There's no justice in pop anymore. They should give Sting an honorary number one the moment he even fucking thinks of a song before he's even recorded Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh number nineteen down eight places, it's Fragma with toka Me.
1: Absolute bollocks. Um, In at number 18 More bollocks It's Brother Brown Featuring Frank E With Under the Water I've got no idea What that could be
0: Down two places From 15 to 17 Alice DJ With Better Off Alone
1: Yep Uh, Straight in at number 16 It's great to see A proper pop star Back in the charts It's David Bowie And he's singing About Thursday's Child
0: how does the rhyme go? Thursday's child must eat his shoe. I believe that's it. Thursday's child is full of shit. That sounds about right. Uh, Fifteen down, three places. Friends forever by the Thunderbugs. Thunderbugs. Fucking hell! God save us.
1: <sighs> you at number fourteen. It's Kelly Bryan. And she or he or whatever is higher than heaven.
0: Wouldn't be surprised if it was a fucking man. Uh, 13, (laughs) down three places. Bail the Moss by Enrico Iglesias. He's another one who doesn't know whether he's Arthur or Martha. (laughs) His
1: dad would be bloody well ashamed of him, I think.
0: (laughs) His dad would be turning in his grave if he was dead, which, thank God, he's not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Time for a comeback, Julio. The chart needs you.
0: <laughs> Redress uh, the balance.
1: Down three places at number 12. It's Shaft with brackets. Mucho, mambo, close brackets, sway. <laughs> what Never a, heard
0: it. What on earth is that supposed to fucking mean? To number mean? two,
1: apparently. I've got no idea what it sounds like.
0: <laughs> Eleven, down from seven. I'm always losing the will to live here just saying the words. Burning down the house by Tom Jones. Well, at least that's something. Yeah. And uh, an outfit called the cardigans. Well, there's two things I like, cardigans and Tom Jones. Burning down houses, not so much. Although I have been thinking of doing so to my wife's house, uh, but that's more as an insurance claim. (laughs) I don't want her to die, but if she gets scorched, so be it.
1: Jalapeño. Jalapeño Down two places at number 10 Lolly With Mickey Uh, I've got no idea again No Uh, idea
0: Down four places at nine Get Get Down by someone called Paul Johnson Sounds like a fucking accountant
1: So DJ Jean Is at number eight Down two places with The Lodge I thought
0: Jean is a dinner lady's name What's she doing (laughs) DJing down three places at seven. Now, I actually have heard this song and found it quite the toe tapper. We're going to Ibiza, say the Venga boys.
1: Very nice. Down three at number six. Thankfully, another proper pop star, albeit a dead one. It's Bob Marley, and he's singing Sun is Shining. Could have been remixed, though, was not it, by some cunt?
0: Uh, tragically died, of course. We lost him to foot cancer as a result of all the marijuana he smoked. Uh, it's a terrible and the tragedy. Sun he,
1: the, the sun that he, he bathed in.
0: It should be a, a warning to uh, all the kids out there just steer clear of the old Mary Jane. At uh, number five, because your foot will fall off. Number five, it's a new entry for Britney Spears. You drive me crazy. Well, back at you, Britney. Wait, she is sixteen, right?
1: I believe so. She just was a schoolgirl in the video, but I think that was just pretend. <laughs>
0: Nothing but with a bit of present.
1: <laughs> what a role play! <laughs> Spice up any relationship. Down two places at number four, Lou Beggar and Mambo number five.
0: Cheeky beggar, more like. Yeah. New entry at three. Man, I feel like a woman. Don't we all? That Shania Twain seems like a lovely lady.
1: Sure does. Um, she looks great in that leopard print. I'd love to take her dancing. Um, straight in at number two, S Club 7 with S Club Party. What is an S Club? Any idea?
0: Sex Club, I assume.
1: Wow. Brazen. Uh,
0: uh, sex number two club, as well. A, a sex club that uh, only attended by seven people. Quite a, an elite sort of an establishment.
1: Oh, an odd number. Yeah. I like
0: it. Kinky. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, guys, uh, if you need an eighth to even th- even up the team, so to speak, then I'm very much available. <laughs> Uh, and still holding their position at number one Uh, it's Eiffel 65 with a song they're calling Blue Brackets Dabba D" close brackets fuck those and that concludes possibly the worst chart we've ever done on Top Flight Tune Machine
1: stop the millennium I want to get off
0: (laughs) it almost is like this is September 99 and that is definitely the worst chart we've ever done how long have we been doing Tune Machine for a couple of years we've done
1: this for at least a couple of years now and this is there's
0: always something usually we go oh it's not that good but uh, it's got a couple of good songs I like this is all solid I mean over half of it well over half of it is completely forgettable I just can't it means nothing, including the number no, one track. No. Bands you never heard the, of ever again.
1: I, I recognize the number one track. I know that one, but the, the, there'd be tracks in here which it's basically it's a Ministry of Sound compilation CD.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, there was a lot I'm of sure, tedious synthetic sort of euro dance music was the thing clearly EDM, in this era. I think they called it ah, I mean. so bland and, and soulless.
1: It's it's it'll be the playlist for. Uh, whatever that pub was called brogans this is be all the stuff that was on brogans in 1999 um and yeah some of it you'd hear again go oh yeah i remember that one
0: yeah that's good
1: that one i didn't know what it was called though but it's kind of like
0: do you know what's funny i've got a mate right and i don't know have you got any mates like good mates who just aren't really interested in music like, so when you go out with them, it's like if you've got a mate who's not really interested in football. I've got a couple of mates who aren't into football and it's just understood. It's like, fine. I don't, yeah. You know, you go out and football's not really topic of discussion. That's fine. And then yeah. I've got, I got this one mate I'm thinking of and he's just not really... You'd never... You know, you, you if you're out with a mate, a bloke mate, you kind of portion out time, don't you? Um, mm. Conversation topic time. I mean, I don't do it on paper, but in my mind I think... Certain things we'll probably do about thirty percent football, maybe thirty percent music, (laughs) and hopefully the other forty percent will just be fucking freestyle nonsense. How do you
1: switch between the topics? Do you see it? And now we talk about football. Uh, The other thing is
0: sometimes moaning. Like now, as you get older, when you were younger, you never moaned to each other much. But now, as you get older, like you you like to reserve a a chunk of it to like just moaning about shit that's fucking hassling you in your life, right? and um but music and football are two sort of perennials but i've got one mate he's not that into music but his favorite genre and i i sort of respect him for it. his favorite genre of music that he gets very passionate and animated about mm. is basically the, the music in this chart that we've just done yeah <laughs> ha- i've just realized that. there's not really a name for it, but i've just realized the songs that he refers to even the songs that he's talked about being at his funeral
1: fucking
0: uh, hell uh we, You know, because we that's another thing we talk about increasingly is our own funerals, right? Mm. Um, but in a nice way, you know, a fun way, because it's like mm. party planning. And, I want uh, to be
1: buried to waiting for the sun by rough drivers.
0: It's the sort of thing he'd say. <laughs> but I kind of respect him for it, because he's like not really into music. But I think that like music, so much of it's about memories. And I think that probably in this period of his life, he was spending a lot of time you know, he's single and just going on holiday and mm. taking drugs in in clubs or you know in yeah. fucking wherever. And yeah, that those, those songs, those songs soundtrack it. And yeah. so now that's what he loves. So things like mm. the Venger Boys, like when he gets excited by anything, he'll start. You know, it's a man who's forty-seven years old. He'll mm. just start singing something like "We're Going to Ibiza" by the Venger Boys. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> and um... I kind of hate this sort of music. But when he gets animated by it, I sort of, like, I love it. Because I suppose some, mm. there's something about especially if it's someone you care about, like, if if you see them get excited and animated by a sort of type of music, you just think, oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing, isn't it? We all have different periods of of, of our lives where music would just, just seed into our consciousness and into yeah. our souls. And yeah. with me, it'll be like the mid, mid, to late '80s. But then yeah. this stuff—I don't know what I was listening to in 1999. I like, can't wasn't remember.
0: This chart, though? Yeah, I can't remember. I was actually writing a lot. I was probably writing a lot of uh, music stuff because I was on the old men's makes, and so you know you'd often yeah. get albums to review and gigs to go to and all that sort of stuff. But I can't remember. There was a sort of there was a Britpop hangover. Like, you know, there was sort of like post brick pop bands still coming out who were like increasingly tedious. Star Sailor. Yeah, uh, it was the the hangover
1: period of that, wasn't it? Yeah. Just looking further down, what what else was in the chart? Between 40 and 100. Oh, Jesus Christ, it wasn't fucking...
0: In the music industry, there seems to be little periods between scenes where it gets lost and they just kind of start churning out any old shit while they're feeling around for a new scene. But, you know, We're Going to a Beat by the Wenger Boys is... Man, I Feel Like a Woman. That's sort of, like, terrible but entertaining Mm. in a daft sort of way. Um, You Drive Me Crazy by Britney Spears is a good song. Don't know. it. can't remember. I probably remember if I heard it. You will do. I was a huge fan. I mean, we've talked about this before. And as the Tune Machine is very often just a trigger episode for you and i because we always end up talking about a pop star that we really fancy and in this chart it is definitely mccutcheon mccutcheon was one of my biggest celebrity crushes and and had Mm. been for many years starting around now starting around when she i sort of fancied her on ace but then when she left EastEnders right. and started doing the yogurt ads and that, I was like, then I—that yeah. was when I got deep I, I into we, a McCutcheon we obsession. About,
1: we recently talked about a yogurt ads in an, an episode that went from IFS to free, um, free for all quite recently. Just right, the, end of the day I think.
0: Right? Did people contact so, um, you about it? Well, I won't I, go revisit, I, but I do I remember, don't remember when I started working at Heat Magazine. Like all of the people who worked there were like real kind of they were genuinely celeb obsessives, which I was in a weird way surprised by because I'd worked at a lot of different magazines, and it's not always the case that whatever that magazine's about, the staff are genuinely living and eating and breathing that subject. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you go to a men's man, not everyone's like. Oi, oi, oi. You know, or like when I worked on Men's Health, which was my first magazine, it's not like everyone there was a muscle Mary, you know, because journalists all move around. Do you know what I mean? It's the way you get lots of Mm. left wing people fucking work at the Sun and the Mail and you get probably the odd right wing sub editor working at the Guardian because people just work where they can get work. But when I went to Heat, everyone was genuinely, every single person there was bang into celebrity, celebrity culture in a totally unironic way, which I actually thought was great because, you know, meant that they, they were, you know, walking it as they talked it sort of thing. Um, yeah. And they grilled me because they quite rightly had a suspicion that I wasn't quite as celeb- literate as they were. And they yeah. were really keen to know who my biggest celebrity crush was when I started. Oh, and wow. they questioned me a, almost straight a, um, away. <laughs>
1: Right of passage thing. Was yeah, it's it? like
0: who do you fancy?
1: Who do you fancy? Then it's like
0: that's what it's like. In fact, a lot of working at heat was like being on the bus when the girls' school get on and start bullying you. <laughs> yeah, it felt like I've talked before about how my bus ride home when I was a kid. I used to like dread getting on one particular bus because all the girls from the local girls' school would be on it, and yeah. as soon as you got on, sometimes before you even get on it, it'd be all this having like, "Hello, sexy." Right, ah, oh, look, yeah. he's crying, or something like that. Right, <laughs> it, that's a bit like what Heat was like. And uh, they're like, "Oh, do you fancy? We know you fancy someone, tell us. And I'm like, I've, You I've, must I've do. I've actually got a wife, fuck off, tell us who you fancy, what's famous. And I huh? said, Well, all right, I'll tell you, there's only one big contender, and it's McCutcheon. I really fancy McCutcheon, I would like to have sex with McCutcheon. And they were like, oh my God! They were horrified. Honestly. Mm. I think it was like I'd said, I've got a fucking crush on grot bags. But I mean, McCutcheon is one of the most I mean, beautiful uh, my, my, women to have ever walked th- th- this fair, yeah. uh, this green and pleasant land. McCutcheon never
1: did it for me. I've got a say. This. Seriously? She never did. But it might be a north south thing. Because she's. Of don't you like a Cockney sparrow? don't like a Cockney bit of rough. Well, I'm not against it, but McCutcheon I, in particular, never I, really stood it, I, out.
0: I find Northern ladies very attractive and lovely. I'm um, not, I'm but not really i but I go also like poppy ladies. I don't have regional bias.
1: No, I um, don't. But I thought maybe maybe she was more attractive to the London London yeah contingent uh, yeah, I
0: swear, uh, than, than
1: she uh, was yeah. to to anyone else. I Give
0: don't her a know. pat I, on the bum. No, I actually um. I usually find very cockney women quite intimidating. To be yeah. honest, I do. I mean, I'm attracted Bubble, to them, but I'm simultaneously intimidated by mega cockney ladies because they mm. they can, they they yeah they're pretty forthright and um, scary to me.
1: What well, like, was I watching? I was watching warm, something. A I'm warm you northern the other day. lady. I was watching something on tell you the other day and I thought there was, there was a woman on there who had a particular Barbara Windsor giggle, which I found quite endearing, but I can't mm. remember who it was now. It might have been someone on Love Island. Dunno. Oh well. But there you go. Anyway, maybe. you Love McCutcheon. Island this year, Sam?
0: Sorry? Are no. I, I've, I've never seen it. I genuinely have never seen it. Right. I'm not saying that in that sort of like pumps you as I don't watch reality TV. I just for some reason I've never got round to it because I've got a problem. With the notion of it, but I know that if I watch it, I'd probably get hooked. Cause that's what reality yeah. TV is like. So I'm quite pleased I've managed to avoid it all these years.
1: Yeah, um, we're really struggling here. I think we have to wrap this episode. up Oh really yeah, soon this is just- well
0: worth abandoning. I mean, this is, all, all I'd say is that there's bands in this chart. The ones you've heard of are like the worst, the worst artists that you can imagine. Mm. So the ones you've actually heard of are like Ronan Key in. And fucking you know, the, the, Halliwell. The, I mean, the, you know, just like Enrique Iglesias yes. And then, but most of the ones you haven't heard of, I mean, fucking hell, like
1: the best thing there, like funky me is, ones. The, the, the best thing there for me is TLC Unpretty, yeah, that's a great song. fan mail album,
0: mm, funny mail, um, yeah.
1: No, fan mail. Oh, sorry. Um, but that is that, that's it Boys Thursday Child I really like that I thought that was a, a very strong comeback single never heard of it uh, I've heard of it. it's good it's good it's got a good video where he's basically singing into a mirror right so there's two of them there that's nice always pushing boundaries um, are not he but then again I mean <laughs> big names like Bob Marley which is a, an old song that's been remixed and it's just it's a fucking dog shit chart isn't it
0: supersonic jamiroquai he was very much on the wane by this stage he'd really yeah. sold out i liked him when he started but no see who he'd else sold is out by the, this stage
1: chris, chris isaac baby did a bad bad thing is just outside the chart that's pretty good
0: you know uh six um, pence the Richer at 35 with there she goes i think that might be a cover of the last song but Sixpence pence done the yeah. richard did do that one knockout single mate absolute knockout i think it's called kiss called? me And it was from 10 Things I Hate About You, I think, or one of those 90s sort of teen rom-coms. Kiss me beneath the milky... You know who loves that song? Barry the Hippie, a.k.a. my dad. Well, you know he was really into the Shine CDs and had all of them.
1: (laughs) This was around his era, wasn't it, with the the singing
0: monkey? He was really... Yeah, this was... Well, it was just... The sort of Britpop era was when he really was like hyped. He was hyped beyond belief, Mm. but he was still going strong in the late nineties, and he was still being pretty meticulous in collecting every Shine album. And I remember he had a Shine album in his motor, and often played Sixpence and Then the Richer. Oh, I love this song! (laughs) Uh, All right, Dad, calm down. Uh,
1: Yeah, there's some good stuff outside the top 40 that's that's subsequently dropped out of the chart and we've missed on this occasion, but I'm not going to go into because it it's not in the top 40, we're not allowed to talk about it. <sighs> mm. So uh, I think we should just wrap it up.
0: Oh yeah, we've done 33 you minutes, know, no one's going to complain about random, stocking this on the head.
1: The random pop blob has, well, it's done its job. It's random. There's nothing we can do about it. We just work with the material we're given. So there mm. you go. Mm. So sorry about that. Uh, we'll try again with a, a new chart in a couple of weeks and hopefully we'll, we'll get a better fucking bit of source material. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>